Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, casting rumors. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. And I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And here in the States, we just celebrated 4th of July, just celebrated Independence Day. Also, this past weekend, the USA women's soccer team won the Women's World Cup, beating out Japan. And because of the recent celebration of America's independence and the win on behalf of the women's soccer team, we want to put the spotlight, we're feeling exceptionally American, you know, just because of all the awesome American things that have happened this past, this past weekend. So we want to put the spotlight on an exceptionally American character. We want to talk about a kid from Brooklyn. All right, bro. Let's, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about me. What do you want to know, man? No, no, Andy, I know you're a kid from Brooklyn, but you're not the kid from Brooklyn that I'm talking about. I'm talking about Captain America. So today's episode is Heroes and Spotlight, Captain America. Now, before we get started, Andy, I want to read to you a text from my friend, Sound Guy Steven. I've mentioned him before, not by name, but he's the guy who wasn't particularly crazy about Thor. Yes. So I know he's not particularly crazy about Captain America as well. So I texted him. Okay. And I asked him his thoughts on Captain America. And this is what he said. He said, personally, there's nothing special about him. Take away the America in his name, and he's just a gentleman that throws a Frisbee. Oh he doesn't do anything that America does, in American quotations there. Uh, America is about freedom, yet Captain America is closed-minded on his old-school ways. America is all about opportunity, and I feel as if Captain America is always against risk and seeks for the easy plan. I think Stephen is selling Captain, Captain America a little bit short. So, Andy, before we get started on why sound, sound guy Steven might be a little bit wrong. Let's just run me through his origin real quick. All right, yeah, I think uh, I, we'll get to sound guy Steven's text message a little bit later, but uh, just a simple origin story on Captain America, uh, for those who may not know. Uh, his real name is Steve Rogers, and like Cody said, he is a kid from Brooklyn. That's a quote from the first Captain America movie. Uh, if you, the origin of his story goes a little something like this. He was from Brooklyn. Both of his parents died when he was young. And he grew up um, befriending a guy by the name of uh, James Bucky Barnes. And so, again, we see that in the first movie. So him and his buddy uh, James, or, or like he calls him in the movie and in the comics, Bucky, uh, they grew up friends. And then it was during the time of World War II. And so the country, the U.S., was fighting against Germany. And we see that our, our hero here uh, wants to join the fight. But unfortunately, when he goes to sign up for the army, when he goes to enlist, uh, he fails the physical part of the exam. I know all about failing physical exams. <laughs> okay. Side note. <laughs> so so Co- <laughs> Cody can relate. I, I don't know. But, so he failed the physical exam. And then at that point, after failing the exam a couple times, the physical aspect of it, uh, he was approached by Professor Erkinskin, and he was uh, he approached Steve uh, to be part of a secret government experiment. And so he approached Steve Steve Rogers and see if he wants to be a part of this uh, this experiment. That way, if the experiment goes well, then he will be able to join the army and whatnot. And so. He goes through the experiment. Steve Rogers doesn't see, you know, what he has to lose. Essentially, he wants to serve his nation. He right. wants to serve the country. Dedication. So, exactly. So he goes and he 
Um, he does the experiment and it's successful. And so if through the experiment, that's when you get superhuman strength. Uh, just all of his physical attributes are heightened. He's, he's brought to the peak of humanity. Exactly. The yeah, peak so of human condition. Exactly. His strength, his speed, his agility, all of that is heightened through the experiment. And so we see that him and his friend Bucky, um, really, they become a, essentially like a superhero team. Almost similar to a Batman and Robin. That was part of Marvel's their strategy with introducing Bucky Barnes as the sidekick, a younger sidekick. And so they wanted to do something that would appeal to a younger, you know, to little boys and who are reading these comics. A younger audience. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, they brought Bucky Barnes into it. And so they were a fighting duo. And we see, again, in the closing days of the war, both Rogers and Bucky were in, uh, they were on board an enemy plane. And that had a bomb on it. And the while in flight, in the air, the bomb went off. And both were presumed dead. Obviously, some spoiler alert, uh, they weren't. But they we see that both of their stories end in different ways. And so more on that from the movies. But so now, we, go before, ahead, Cody. Real quick, though. With that that ending to their origin story, that's different from what's, what we see in the movies. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I think some of the details with Bucky is just a little different and whatnot. But I mean, the very the core elements of Captain America's origin and what we see in the movie um, are pretty spot on. Uh, I think comic book fans are are really proud and they're they're happy with how Marvel handled the origin story to to Captain America to Steve Rogers. So we see that uh, we see that Captain America is frozen in ice because of his superhuman condition and everything being heightened. He was able to survive the crash, but then when he lands in uh, cold water and the water freezes, he is still alive. And so m- most people when, you know, they freeze to death, but in the case of Steve Rogers, he survives in the the block of ice in the in the water, and um, later on, he's discovered by the Avengers, and so um, you see that the superhero team, the Avengers, they discover him, and then they bring him, they bring him back to life, and he really joins up with the Avengers. And he kind of takes, he ultimately kind of becomes a leader of the Avengers. Yeah, he wasn't part of the original team. If you look at Avengers issue number one. Um, in that comic book issue, they're fighting against Loki, which is pretty accurate. Uh, they're fighting against Loki. Uh, so, But we also see that Cap isn't in the picture. We see that uh, compared to the movie, Captain America is not in that picture in, the, in issue number one. Uh, we see that Thor's in there. Hulk is in there. Uh, we see Iron Man's in there. And then we see Ant-Man and Wasp. Is, uh, they're in there in, in the part of the Avengers team. And so a little different than how they did in the movies, but the very core of his origin story is the same. So that's basically the the basic comic book origin to Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Now, back to sound man, sound guy, Steven. Listen, bro, I don't know if uh, how accurate you are with with your text messages. I know you're you're an expert when it comes to sound and audio, uh, all of the engineer and all that stuff. But I got to disagree with you. Obviously, he's not just a guy who throws a Frisbee because I throw a Frisbee all the time, and I'm not Captain America. <laughs> I, I know plenty of people. He who, throws a Frisbee exceptionally well, though. I, okay, I mean, <laughs> uh, yes, I don't throw a Frisbee uh, that well, but uh, I just don't. There's obviously more to Captain America as a, as a character, his strengths and all of that stuff. So I would, def- I would disagree with sound guy Steven. I think a lot of our listeners would disagree with, with him as well. Maybe... In 
in Sound Guy Steven's defense, okay, Tony Stark in the first Avengers movie, he tells Captain America everything spe- special about you came out of a bottle. Yeah. So in in Tony Stark and at least at that point in Tony Stark's life and in Steven's minds, I think it's safe to say that to them, Captain America is just a roided out. He's just a roided out guy who's good with a frisbee. I don't think that's I again I don't think that's that's accurate because it's it's more than just being strong because anyone who just Agreed. who just lifts weights or you know takes steroids or whatever you're just strong but the the speed that Captain America has is something that you just can't get the agility being able to jump as you know frequently high for a human being right. you know without he has a little bit of a healing factor there yeah there's yeah exactly he he can take a lot more damage than your normal you know you know, guy who's lifting weights. So it's not just that he's strong in in that sense. There's more to him as a character. And I think the coolest thing with Captain America is that he's he's just a good guy. Yeah. Before like before he becomes Steve before he becomes Captain America, when I mean, he's just Steve Rogers, he's just a guy, he's a kid from Brooklyn mm-hmm. that wants to defend help defend his country. Yeah. And is limited by his physical uh, the lack of, of you know, physical being strong, extravagance yeah, that he has. And fast and whatnot. And so, like, and we see that a lot in the movies. I think the movies have done a great job of explaining that. But yeah, I think I think there is more to him. And you you kind of just said it right now, Cody. But Captain America, he's he is a good guy. There's a sense of honor that he has. There's a sense of him standing up for what's right, for justice. He has integrity. You know, he hardly you know he he plays his cards right. And so. You can. He's definitely a superhero that you can trust. You can trust most superheroes, I, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but definitely with with Captain America, he's one that you can trust. I would say maybe the most. Yeah. You know, and then we see in Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. where they're they're kind of wrestling with that with that uh, question of whether or not Captain America even has a dark side. Yeah. Because we see again, if you listen to our episode on Avengers: Age of Ultron, we see that Scarlet Witch. She kind of messes with everyone's head and brings everyone's worst fears or or, or nightmares or maybe their past. Um, and we see when she when she does her little spell on Captain America that really he doesn't have anything that to be brought from the you know from from his past or he's not he's not really he's aside not from life. him kind of being lingering lingering in his past. Yeah, there's that not really any darkness. Or evil that kind of turns up with that. Exactly. So there, there aren't a whole lot of, of of bones or skeletons in in Captain America's closet and whatnot. So, um, so again, that's I would disagree with Sound Guy Steven. There's a lot to him. Obviously, the physical stuff is there, but just who he is as a person at the core, he's just he's a really good guy. And um, I think that's why a lot of I feel, I feel like a lot of the female viewers of the of the Captain America m- movies and whatnot. Yeah, you can say that they like him for. Chris Evans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can say that they Let's like him. Yeah, that they like Captain America because of the the phys- physical attributes of Chris Evans, and you know, but he's also just a good guy. He's the one. He's one of the guys from the Avengers that that if you were a lady, you can bring you can bring him home to you can to bring meet home to mom. Yeah, to and meet dad. mom and, and meet the parents and whatnot. You don't want to bring Tony Stark. To meet the parents, probably not. Probably not a good probably idea. Not. Yeah, but with Steve Rogers, 
you know, your parents would approve <laughs> of Steve Rogers. So uh, he's just a good guy. But we were kind of talking a little bit, Cody, already about how they portray Captain America in the movies. So let's kind of jump into the movies and what we see from the from the Marvel films. So what are your thoughts on how they did Captain America in the movies and whatnot? I think it's really cool to see. He's a man out of time. Yeah. And... All, you see, he has really, especially in the you know in this postmodern world that we live in, mm-hmm. his ideals and his opinions on government and on like Shield, yeah, and even like on you know religion. Like yeah. he says in uh, in Avengers, there's only one God, ma'am, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. In, in referring to referring <laughs> Loki to and Thor being gods, refer- you know, yeah, because yeah, Black so. Widow calls the Loki and Thor gods. Yeah, so we see that his ideals tend to clash with the ideals of like Tony Stark mm-hmm. with the ideas of Nick Fury and Shield we see that you know that's kind of the the one of the main elements of that Winter Soldier movie yeah and then we see in Age of Ultron his ideas are clashing with Tony Stark's throughout the whole movie in subtle ways and that's ultimately i think going to come to a head in Civil War so yeah. i think for me that's the coolest thing is seeing him be portrayed in a way and it's really, I think, accurate to the way he is in the comics. Yeah. But seeing that that side of him, him being, like, a, he's a guy from the 40s. America was very different. The world was very different back then. Yeah. And seeing that now he's just been thrust into into the 2000s, you know. Yeah. And having to deal with that in his head, it's got to be tricky. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot for anyone to, to deal with. And I think it really it brings a whole other side, a whole other element to Steve Rogers' and Captain America just as a character. So what we see in the movies is that that's always going to be a conflict for for the first for Captain America. You know, just how he how his world used to be versus the world that he's in right now. Uh, and I think I mean in the movies that, that that gives an opportunity for the director and the writers to kind of put some jokes in there which is which is fun, uh, you know, to be able to do that. But yeah. at the very end like you were what you were saying Cody, he is a a man who uh, strongly holds his convictions to him and, you know he stands up for what he believes in and, and really right. no one's it's it's going to take a lot for someone to change his mind on something and so I, for that matter i i really appreciate that and having that attribute just to whoever you are that's a strong attribute and characteristic to have is to be someone who stands for stands up for what you believe in to have a, a good sense of integrity and to hold to your you know your convictions to you closely and whatnot i think we see that all throughout the movies. It's crazy to think that he's been, we've seen him in four movies already. At this point, yeah. Yeah, it, it is a little nuts that we live in a world where there are four, we, we've seen we've seen Captain America in four really good movies, as opposed to, like, in the 90s, there's a... There's that 90s Captain America movie. Exactly. Ooh. Not, uh, <laughs> not good. If if you ever don't have anything to do, <laughs> I, think it, I think it might be on Netflix. Uh, yeah, it I'm might, not sure. It might be worth checking out. It's, it's, it's definitely fun. It's silly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, cheesy. It's a '90s superhero movie. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the best explanation for it. But uh, the, and the special effects, obviously, they that maybe for their time they were they were okay or they were good. But right now, if you see it now, you're like this. Like it's, it's pretty. His yeah. his outfits really. I remember particularly with that one. His outfits so bright. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, just it's funny yeah. They tried just to maybe just copy it right from the comics yeah, into exactly. a like movie. Just put him right on the screen. So, but I think another thing that I like about Captain America in the movies is they don't. They never lose fact or lose sight of the fact that he is a soldier. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. You know. He signed up. He enlisted with the military. Uh huh. Once you know, coming out of the super soldier, uh, out of the super soldier program. Yeah. 
and they never lose sight of that. In the in Captain America one, you see that his outfit is very much while it yeah it's a Captain America outfit and it's special because with of that the, with the colors and whatnot. with the colors and whatnot. You never it it definitely still looks very military. It's definitely. It's still got, you know, he still has, still holds guns, still uses guns. He has boots, like he's wearing, like, combat right. boots, right. not for He's not wearing a unitard, yeah. things like that. <laughs> exactly, um, exactly. And then you see that in Avengers. It's a little more, you know, it's a little more. Like a costume. Page, more, a little more like a costume, but yeah. it's definitely still got uh, some elements of being, a, you know, kind of more of a spy outfit at that point. Same yeah. thing like with Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's more of a spy outfit. But then also in Winter Soldier, we see him put on the old uniform again. Yeah. And so I, I think it's really cool. Also with uh, Cap, particularly when he teams up with the Avengers in both of the Avengers movies, he's kind of the team leader. Yeah. And no one really argues with that. I think even in Age of Ultron, Tony Stark says that he's the boss and he just, Tony just designs everything. Yeah. And so seeing that they all kind of turn to him as their captain yeah is pretty cool to me and i thought you know, honestly when i knew that they were going to make these movies when i knew after after iron man 1 and you kind of at the end of the credit scene you nick fury says that you know there's a universe out there you know you're part of something bigger kind of a thing um all the fans knew okay that means that they're going to make these other movies and so when i knew that they were going to make a captain america movie and that was gonna, and then it was all gonna lead to the Avengers. You know, finally them coming together as one team. I was a little concerned, Cody, because I think I think Robert Downey Jr. is the bigger celebrity in the cast of yeah. the Avengers. You know, if you just look at celebrities, I mean, I, if you look at their their paycheck, what they got paid, yeah, he, he Robert Downey Jr. got the got the most money. Uh, you know, for yeah, he's he's the one that. Tends to get paid the most for each of these. Yeah. And I think that maybe that's because he started this whole thing. He kind of got the ball rolling yeah. on this. Um, and he's really, since since Iron Man, he's really kind of become a, a pretty big name again in the Hollywood world. Yeah. And so, and you see like with, particularly like with Chris Hemsworth and with uh, like Scarlett, uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson, yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. With with the exception of the other Avengers, except for maybe Nick Fury, mm-hmm. they're all kind of at least when this whole thing started, they were smaller names. Yeah. At the time, we had seen Chris Evans in particularly like in Fantastic Four, and we'd seen him in Push. Yeah, he was in some he was in some romantic comedies. He was in some high school you know comedies kind of a thing. He was in yeah. not so. Much a teen movie or whatever. I can't. Not another teen movie. Not another. I don't even go. think I've seen it. I just heard it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Not another teen movie. He was in that, and so he, you know, a lot of these guys just had those smaller roles or maybe weren't as known. I think, um, I think honestly, Hawkeye, uh, Jeremy, J- Jeremy, um, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I remembered him. F- I remember him from SWAT. I don't know if I don't he's know the how, bad guy. Yeah, yeah he's I don't the know bad guy in SWAT. Yeah, I don't know how many of you guys are ha- the the. He's a member of the team, and then he becomes a bad guy. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good movie. But I remember him in, from that movie. That was actually the first movie I ever, I ever saw him in. And then he was in Hurt Locker, which was a pretty big deal as far as the awards. And for, it won a bunch of awards for being Best Picture and whatnot. But other than that, he wasn't a whole lot of other movies. Uh, he wasn't that Bourne movie, but 
Was that after Avengers? That was or right around the same time? I think it was right around the same time. Okay. They yeah. all yeah, because he kind of I think he was he's like since was it? Because I Jarhead the Hurt Locker. Yeah, Hurt Locker. He was yeah, in yeah, Hurt Locker, like, yeah, and yeah. then after that, his career's kind of yeah, kind of been picked up pretty well too. So I think I think a lot of times I, I think when as far as when everyone got together, I think Robert Downey Jr. He was probably the the, the most well known character or, or actor. And so he got paid the most for it. But because of that, I was afraid that they were going to somehow make him the leader of the Avengers. I really thought because he's the face of that whole franchise, arguably. Right. And so I thought, oh, man, how are they going to are they really going to be, you know, stick to their guns and honor the, the comic book? And are they going to make Captain America the leader? Or are they going to give it to Robert Downey Jr.? Or are they going to give it to Iron Man just because he's the most recognized one yeah, out of all of them? just because Robert Downey Jr. is the bigger name. Yeah. So I was glad to see when the movie, when the Avengers came out, I was glad to see that scene when they do the, the awesome circle. Uh, circle up where yeah. uh, right after Hulk shows up and yeah. Iron Man lands. Yeah, the incredible scene of that movie that everyone still gets goosebumps for. Um, I love the fact that Tony Stark in the Iron Man suit, he goes, call it, Captain. You know, like, yeah. hey, we're at that point. It was really cool that he, he Iron Man, not even missing see, a beat. Yeah. He didn't care or anything. He just gave it to Cap to to make the call, and that's when he goes and gives everyone orders, and he and just he says, says Hulk, yeah. smash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was really glad you to turn see it back, or you turn it to add. That, that, <laughs> that part is that I love that part of the movie, and I love that they had a the scene in Age of Ultron that's reminiscent of that. Where exactly. He's, he's Ordering every, he's giving everybody orders and whatnot. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, so I'm glad that they were able to still do that. Again, he is the leader of the Avengers, even though he wasn't in Avengers issue number one. Uh, when they did discover him, right? I mean, shortly after that, they they made him the leader of of that team, and so I'm glad that they're able to to honor that in the movie. So we see him in Captain America: First Avenger. We see his whole or his whole origin story there. Some people say that movie was kind of boring. That it was slow. Uh, I think it's I think it's kind of slow. I don't think it's necessarily boring. I know. What do you think? I know some people like, for example, like my sister. She falls asleep to it every time she tries to watch it. Dang. I know. <laughs> I know. I, she. I don't know what's wrong with her. But uh, what do you think? Do you think it's kind of slow? Do you think it's kind of boring? Um, I think maybe in. Like, I try and compare it, like, to the Avengers. Because the first time I saw the Avengers, I thought that it was kind of slow. Because... Yeah, and, and I think I agree with you. I think, that, I think that's just kind of the story that you get with origin movies. Yeah. Where you, the fir- that first movie, they're, they're crash, you know, they're introducing you to the character, to who he is, you know. Like, in for the example of the first Avenger, they're introducing you to Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. And they're showing you how he's trying to be in the military but can't. And all those things. And then they're showing you where he becomes a super soldier and he gets, you know, he is able to serve his country. And then for reasons that, you know, are kind of out of his control, the best that he can do is fundraise. Yeah. And that kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that part of the movie. Punching Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) And so you see like things like that. uh, And then how ultimately it falls on him to stop. Hydra, yeah, in the in the movie, and so I think I I can see how it would be slow. I think that I mean maybe is your sister a particularly big comic book fan? No, I will. Yeah, I will have to make the clarification that she's that she's not. Okay. So because I know that I'm not offended, <laughs> as offended or 
you know, to the point that she, it's the fact that she falls asleep to it. I, I guess if I wasn't into those kind of movies, I, maybe I might fall asleep to it too. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But so I'm not offended when I hear that. But I, I, I know some people think that it's kind of slow. Um, but I've, I've heard it from multiple people. So, but the first movie, I thought it was good. We see him fight his classic enemy of Red, Red Skull. Yeah, so we see that. I think that's pretty good. Um, then we see him. The next time we see him in the movies is for the Avengers, and it kind of picks up where that first movie left left off. That he's out, a man out of ta- out of time and just trying to find his place and whatnot. Yeah, and there's some really cool deleted scenes. I don't know if you, how many of the deleted scenes for Avengers you've seen, but there's some pretty cool ones where it shows. Like you see, he goes back and sees Peggy, Peggy Carter, yeah, and things like that. And it sh- there's one in particular where the scene where he's uh, he's hit punching the pu- the punching bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his mind, in that he's thinking about, uh, he's actually he goes there right after seeing Peggy Carter, and that's kind of what stirred up all the cuts of the you know the stuff of, from World War Two and all those things, yeah, in his mind, and so. Yeah, I think I think in Avengers it's really cool that you see him uh, still struggling with waking up. You know what? How it was it be sixty? Yeah, sixty plus years 60 later. Sixty plus years later. Yeah, and you see, and I know that at one point he says that he says he woke he woke up and they said that we won the war, but he didn't. Nobody told him what they lost. And yeah. I think that's really that sends a testament to where he's at. Yeah. And his again, his ideals, the things that really make Captain America Captain America. Yeah. So after that f- first Captain America, excuse me, after that first Avengers movie, we see that we see him again in the big screen with Captain America Winter Soldier. And, you know, that that whole movie, a lot of people say that's probably the best movie of the this whole, you know, phase two of Marvel phase two. A lot of people will say that that's their favorite one. With that movie, we see that there's it's more of a spy ish kind of a movie where there's you know this organization Shield has some some holes in it. There's some right. you know so I don't want to spoil it if you guys haven't seen it. But uh, we see then we also encounter he he encounters a new enemy called uh, the Winter Soldier, and so that that whole battle and that whole fight between him and the Winter Soldier is awesome. Um, so then after that, we see him in the new Avengers movie. And again, Age of Ultron. Yeah, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and that just he continues to kick butt in that movie too. Yeah. So, and I think through all of them, they've been building. Uh, well, since the first Avenger, the, all the ones in present day, they've been building again with that the tension between Captain America and this modern society. Yeah, and, and again, maybe even they've been building tension with Captain America and with. With Iron Man, with Tony, Tony Stark. Stark, yeah, with Tony Stark, and we kind of see that in Avengers: Age of Ultron. We see that uh, there's some tension there that maybe it's pointing to the future. Uh, but before we, we before we before we talk about um, Captain America: Civil War, which we're gonna give you our predictions on it, Cody and I are gonna give you what we think that movie's gonna be like and our excitement for that movie. I just wanted before we kind of close the book on. Captain America. I just want to give you some some reading recommendations. I know we did that last week with, you know, Cody. He gave his recommendation of Dark Knight Returns. Yes, which I still haven't read it, but don't don't be mad. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and then we I recommended uh, Old Man Logan. Um, but if you want to read more comics or more, you know, stories on 
Steve Rogers on Captain America. Here are some reading recommendations for you guys. Uh, you, you start off at the beginning. You can read Captain America Volume 1 from the Marvel Masterworks. So it really starts from issue number one. And so I think in that volume, you kind of get the first 10 issues or so. So that's a good starting point. You can also read The Avengers Volume 1, part of that Marvel Masterworks, again, series. Um, in that book, you get number 1 through 10. Uh, you can also read... If you want to read some of the newer stuff, uh, maybe some of the Marvel Now stuff, you can read Captain America Volume 1, Castaway in Dimension Z. Uh, you can also read, if you want to read some of the inspiration of Captain America Winter Soldier, you can read Captain, Amer Captain America Volume 1 by Ed Bruderbaker. Uh, it kind of unpacks that whole storyline and really lays the foundation for that movie. And then lastly... Um, something that kind of lays the foundation for the new Captain America movie that's going to be coming out soon. You can read Civil War by Mark Miller. And that's not a, just a Captain America comic. That The Civil War was a Marvel Universe-wide or series or event, kind of like Secret Wars is now, that was dealing with the repercussions of some bad events yeah. on behalf of the... Avengers and on behalf of just, just superhumans in general yeah. and the fallout of the destruction that they kind of cause. And so there's the government is asking for registration acts so that all of the superheroes have to be kind of held accountable. Yeah. And it splits the Marvel universe in two in a lot of ways. So yeah. And with that and with that when they when the government says like hey we're we're gonna enforce this, the biggest thing is that they wanted to know the secret identities of these right. heroes and that's what really splits the team in half and on one side you have our good old pal you know kid from brooklyn we have captain america fighting anti-registration saying yeah. that it's not fair for superhumans and superheroes yeah superhumans yeah. and it's not just superhumans but also are not just superheroes but also super villains that they're requiring that of yeah and so you see captain america saying no that's not fair and then on the flip side, you have Tony Stark, Iron Man, saying saying that he's pro-registration and he's advocating that superhumans and supervillains work to reveal their identities. And then also with the pro-registration side, they end up kind of fighting alongside the government and hunting down Captain America and his band of rogues yeah. of anti-registration superheroes and villains. Yeah, so that's obviously well, that's that whole storyline is great. If you haven't read it yet, that's a that's a, it's a great comic to read. But that kind of lays the foundation and what's going to inspire the next Captain America movie called Captain America: Civil War. And currently, right now, they are filming it. Right now, um, I believe they're filming it parts in in Georgia and Atlanta. Atlanta and whatnot. And so, uh, obviously, they're going to film it other places too. But they're filming that film right now. So I just thought it would be kind of cool to kind of see what what your predictions are, Cody. Maybe what you would want from the movie. Um, if you Like, I have something in mind that if it happens, it, it would just be amazing. Like, if you want to see – if you think someone's going to die, if you – like, what do you think, Cody? What are your thoughts on the movie as of right now? Just some predictions of what you want to see from it. So without – I'm going to try to say this without spoiling Age of Ultron. Okay. But at the end of Age of Ultron, we see that the team that called themselves the Avengers in the first movie 
is no longer the the lineups changed yeah pretty substantially mm-hmm. and so i think that this new group of avengers there's going to be some fallout from maybe in the, maybe it's the, in the beginning of civil war we and just kind of we know this from the casting information kind of just who's going to show up and such but i think there's going to be a point where they attempt to do something and it kind of it blows up in their faces and in the faces of the world in the face of the world really and so because of that battle they or whatever the conflict is they are looked at kind of negatively and i'm sure that there's going to be mention of the events of the battle of new york from the first avengers yeah we kind of see that already in some of the other movies and in the daredevil tv show we see that yeah it's a where big it's, deal. it's causing it's kind of ca- causes hell's kitchen and daredevil to fall apart yeah so i think we'll see we'll men- hear mention of the battle of new york and then we'll hear mention of the events in age of ultron and the fallout from you know, from from that movie, from that movie, and the battle there, right? And so all of that kind of will come to the head, come to a head where the government and the world, maybe, and I don't know if it's the United Nations or if it's the U.S. government or or what it is, but I think there's going to be a point where they they say there needs to be some accountability for you guys. You guys need to be like, because at this point and so far in the story, the Avengers have been acting on their own. Kind of, they've been targeting really who they want. They don't. They don't answer to anybody but themselves. Yeah. Which I think it, it works fine for Captain America because Captain America is a good guy. But you can't always trust the Hulk to do the right thing. We see that in we see that in Age of Ultron. Yeah. And so, it's really interesting. I think I think it's gonna be really cool to see that played out. And it's also kind of the same, kind of the same, in another or the same storyline that's gonna be played out in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, the fallout of super superhumans in the in the real world, and so I think that'll be cool to see. Yeah, that a whole accountability factor is going to be a huge thing, I think, in this movie. And you're right; I think that whole accountability factor is going to be huge in Batman v Superman. But in this particular movie, that one thing I think is going to happen, I think one of the main characters is going to die. I know, I know, in, in Age of Ultron, someone died, and I won't spoil it, but um, you know, one of the heroes died in in the last battle and we also i think something similar is going to happen with in this movie i think one of the big core guys is going to die i don't know if it's it's kind of it kind of sucks because we know because of what they signed on for the next movie you know what i'm saying before we finish that thought we need to decide if we're going to spoil the civil war comic no, the ending no. of the Civil War comic. No, 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 because that's—I don't think they're gonna be able to pull that off. I, so, for those who may be wondering, can't Cody, Andy, what, what, what are you talking about? The Civil War storyline—it—I'm gonna say it right now—they won't be able to do it exactly the way it is in the comic book. So, I don't think they're gonna line it up perfectly. But just the very core, the the bones of it, the structure of having one team of superheroes led by Captain America—that's gonna happen. And I think one team of superheroes led by Iron Man, led, led by Tony Stark, I think that's going to happen. So I think, um, I don't think that they're going to do it exactly the way it is in the comics, but I do think someone's going to die. I, I don't know who, but I think someone's going to die in this movie. But then I also think with the inclusion of Spider-Man, 
right? Would they they because they, they just they cast him. And yeah. They've announced that he's gonna make it in yeah. to Civil War. Yeah, he's we're gonna have Spider Man be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think this can just be me being wishful and hoping for the best. But they're gonna throw everyone a curveball, and this this actor that they have for Spider Man isn't really Spider Man. I think they have they're gonna sign another actor, and the Spider Man that we see in this movie isn't going to be Peter Parker, Cody. The Spider-Man that we see in this movie is going to be Miles Morales, which for you, those who read the comic books is the Spider-Man from the Ultimate. Andy, that's a bold <laughs> claim. <laughs> I, I, now, the chances of me being right are, I really don't think it's going to so happen. So how do you think, just kind of take, <laughs> I don't know. I don't paint know. a picture for me of how you think that plays out I don't on know, screen. man, because listen. Because you're saying they've said, they, uh, Marvel and Sony have said, this is Tom Holland? Yeah. Tom yeah. Holland is Peter Parker. He's Spider-Man yeah. in the MCU. Yes. And you're saying you I'm think s- it's a sham? I think it, I think they're going to pull a quick one on this. Listen, I really want that to be the case. When they were when they were talking about who they're going to cast. Miles Morales is your guy. Yes. I just finished I, I just earlier this past week I I told Cody that Miles Morales might be my favorite Spider-Man of all time being uh, that means that he is i think that he may be better than peter parker and and that spider-man so in the comic book in the comic book world there are multiple uh, multi-universes you know and parallel universes to, to our universe and so they they're able to tell stories that happen in other universes with different characters and different origin stories and whatnot one of those universes is called the ultimate universe and in that universe, Spider-Man is, is not Peter Parker. It's actually Miles Morales, who is a kid from Brooklyn, actually. That's, that's kind of... Another kid from Brooklyn. Another kid. Brooklyn is where it's at. Um, so another kid from Brooklyn, and he in that universe is Spider-Man. And the cool thing about Miles Morales is he's half Hispanic, uh, half black, and he is a kid just in Brooklyn and Isn't whatnot. Isn't he younger yeah, than, he's, Spy- than Peter Parker typically yeah, he's, is when he gets his powers? Yeah, he's around the same age. He's probably, no, I take that back. When he gets his powers, I think he's like in middle school, like right around seventh grade, eighth grade or whatnot. And so we kind of see him just kind of having to deal with these powers and what that means for him and whatnot. But that's my prediction. That's my big, bold prediction for Captain America Civil War is the Spider-Man that we all think is going to be in it is actually not that Spider-Man. It's actually Miles. Do you, so, do you Morales. think that there's going to be two Spider-Man? No, I think it's. I think it's all just. You think it's just all Miles Morales? I think it's all Miles Morales. I think it's all sham that Marvel is is. is they really a quick just one. cast cast Tom Holland just to say, just to do things behind everybody's back. I think again to be able to pull that off will be huge. It will be an absolute huge. Oh my gosh! Everyone would freak out. So if you they think were in Civil War? <laughs> yes. In Civil War, That's there's a point I'm where, where they're waiting for Spider. Either they're waiting for Spider-Man to show up. And yep. Maybe we haven't seen him yet. Yep. And it's, we we see we see him swing up, and he's in a black and red costume. He's not. Yes. Instead he, of a blue and red costume. Correct. And then when he takes <laughs> his mask off. Yeah. When we. That's that's when the world finds out. Jokes on us. <laughs> yeah, Tom not, Holland isn't Spider-Man. No, it's another actor. It's another actor. But it's Miles Morales. And it's Andy Funes. <laughs> Jokes on you, world. 
<laughs> yeah, this small, this guy who has a small po- podcast with his buddy Cody. They are. He, I'm the one that that's get, that gets casted for Spider-Man. Yeah, you're right, bro. So you heard it here first. I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna be in Captain America: Civil War. But uh, but yeah, that's just one of the predictions I had. I do think that someone's gonna die. Maybe, maybe I Tony Stark. I don't know. I see. I I don't think it'll be Tony Stark that we see die. And the reason for that is. Because I I think, and we knew before, even before Avengers Age of Ultron, that Tony Stark was to the last movie in his contract with Age of Ultron. Yeah. And they they added him into Civil War. And I think when they added him into Civil War, he got added in to to pop up a couple more times throughout the movies. And so knowing the way contracts are and things Uh. like that, and kind of knowing like, for instance, Chris Evans, he's publicly said that he's kind of ready to move on to the next fa- part of his career. He yeah. wants to do some, I think he wants to do some directing, okay. things like that. Knowing that he, where he's at with that that piece, I think that we'll see Tony Stark being carried through, definitely in Avengers Infinity War Parts 1 and 2. Uh, but I, I think that, I think that at the end of this movie, the character that quote-unquote dies is Captain America. You think he's the one that's going to fall? I think he's the one that falls. Uh. I think and I don't think he really dies. Because here's the thing, knowing Thanos, okay? And knowing the Infinity Gauntlet, yep. and how it makes someone a master of reality. Yeah. Ultimately, once Thanos gets that gauntlet and once that gauntlet is up in the air, anybody's fair game. Okay. Also, just knowing the way Civil War ends, yeah, things like that, I think there's potential for Captain America to apparently die, so that they don't have to show him again in any the the rest of Phase Three leading up to Avengers: Infinity War. I think then in Infinity War Part Two, he shows up again, along with some of the other Avengers that are kind of distant, separated. Yeah, Hulk, maybe Thor, at that point. I think they all show up for Infinity War to finish out this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Once and for all. So you think? So you're saying you you think Captain America dies in this next movie, and then we won't see him again until Infinity, part two. Part two of Infinity War. Okay. I think. Oof. Which well, is going to be tough to watch. Yeah. No matter whether it's Captain America who dies or if it's Iron Man who dies, I think I think what we're saying is someone's going to die. And it's going to be a big hit. Like it's not going to be a side character. It's going to be a big hitter. Yeah, it's not going to be a side character or someone we maybe we just were introduced to or anything like that. Right. It's gonna. I think it's going to be one of the main guys. And so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's. You have any other prediction? The other thing that I'm really interested to see is knowing that. uh, This is a slight spoiler for Age of Ultron. Okay. And I think we actually mentioned it in the Age of Ultron review episode. But War Machine, yeah, Don Cheadle's character uh-huh. is, you know, Rhodey, star- Rhodey yeah. is now a member of the Avengers. Yeah. So he's, he's an, you know, he's a new member of this team. Chances are, if I'm right about there being a, an event that happens at the beginning of Civil War that makes the world kind of turn on the Avengers. Yeah. Chances are he's going to be a part of that. So it'll be really interesting to, for me to see if... Tony that puts Tony Stark and Rhodey at odds. 
Okay, so, so you're okay, seeing. Okay, so, so does war ma- after that happens? Does War Machine? Because remember, he he works for the Air Force. Yeah, he kind of he's he works really. He's part. Uh, he's a superhero, and he works you know with the Avengers and whatnot. But he 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 operates with the United States within government. the U.S. with yeah. the U.S. government. So yeah. it'll be interesting for me if when that happens, does he continue to align himself with the U.S. government? Okay, and or does he? turn on the U.S. government and kind of turn on iron, assuming that the rules are going to be the way they are in, in the, the Civil book. War, yeah. in the comic book, does he turn on the, does he join Tony Stark and the U.S. government, or does he turn on them and stick and say, no, Cap's right, yeah, it was our bad, yeah, but we need, it, it, it's not fair that everybody's I- identity is revealed. Yeah. Or, well... And with the cinematic universes, there aren't really any secret identities. So, but he'll, he'll him them saying rather that superhumans don't need to be held accountable. Yeah, that that shouldn't be that shouldn't be a thing. That is interesting. So you're because in the comic book again we have these two teams of superheroes who are divided and who are one's led by again Captain America and the other one's led by Iron Man. And so you're saying that maybe in the movie it's Captain America, Captain America, and then maybe on the other end, you think it might be War Machine. Well, no, I I think I think it'll be it's going to be Captain America versus Iron Man. Okay, you still think that's going to happen? I'm just interested to see where, and maybe it's not okay. a prediction as much as a curiosity. Yeah, is to see whether or not, particularly War Machine, and we'll see. Like the there's you know other Avengers there, there's a Vision, things like that. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll see them align themselves one way or the other. Of course, yeah. But I'm particularly interested to see where Rhodey lies okay in that and i think it would be i think it would be really cool to see him align himself with captain america mm-hmm. uh just because i think it would be cool to see him kind of turn on the government as well as turning on his his lifelong his friend yeah. his buddy tony stark yeah well i i think that you're right i think that'd be interesting interesting to see how that plays out and just that whole movie in general i think it's going to be a good one and i'm just excited to see all these characters again on the big screen but this time instead of fighting a villain maybe maybe we'll just see how it plays out when they fight against each other so all right that's our predictions on captain america's civil war but uh so hopefully you guys enjoy this this episode again uh heroes and spotlight Captain America. And so I just want to give a quick shout out to Matt Sanders for giving us the the uh the confirmation, giving his his, his input on how to title this episode and whatnot. So right. big shout out to that guy. Um remember keep if you want to join the conversation, if you want to um follow us, you can do so. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and and keep in mind that hashtag heroes and secret wars if you're reading the Marvel comic book event right now secret wars you can let us know what you think about it uh ep- not episode four but issue number four came out this past week and cody and i we read it it's really really good yeah there, there's moments that i literally like i'm just staring at the artwork and yeah. staring at the pages like this is really this is what's happening <laughs> there's there are a couple parts in this last issue issue number four that i read a couple times just making sure like, yeah, like i was I read reading it, it and I like flip back and rate it again, like <laughs> yeah, a couple different so times. I was just like, no way that, that just happened. So if you are following along with that with that comic book event and you want to 
Uh, let us know what you think of it so far. You can use the hashtag Heroes and Secret Wars. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and. Uh, but please show us some love. Subscribe. Rate the, the episodes. Give us a review on, on, on the podcast, on our episodes. That way we just hear some feedback from you guys, our listeners. Um, but other than that, Cody, you have anything else you want to say, man? Nah, man. I think I think we got our bases covered. All right, man. Well, um, I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And we're, and out. we're out.